found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It's a Tuesday. This is the 14th day of September. Kind of a muggy start. We've got 70 degrees in Logan Sport. We'll uh, look for a high today into the upper 80s. That's uh, what we hit yesterday, 88. Mm -hmm. I said 90, but 88's warm enough. Pretty warm. I would say. Now, today, the um, funeral procession, of course, will go through Logansport. Yeah. Corporal Sanchez. We uh, uh, want you to follow this, if you can, on um, Grant Davis's uh, service. And that's uh, what's, what is Walton Webcast. Walton Webcast, yeah. yeah. And uh, you can follow that on Walton Webcasting here when the procession is right around the bridge where we can see it. We'll have a brief musical salute here at the station, simulcast. Right on. Okay. okay. So that's what uh, our plan is for today. I'm sure things were uh, very busy yesterday, viewing from 1 to 7. The family has to be worn out. You would think so. You know, it's just... Uh, Absolutely exhausted. Been uh, about three weeks almost since this uh, started. So anyway, the... Uh, Graveside uh, services will be with um, military rights today. So mm-hmm. that'll be quite a spectacle. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's been a, a tough time, I think, for many. Of course, the family, naturally, but uh, for just the residents, you know. I, I feel worn out, you know, and I've, I'm not even part of it. Right. You know, it's... Right. Now, this... Uh, now you and I would never have this problem. Uh, you know... We've had disagreements, and we've always been pals. All right. <laughs> you know that that's it's funny you mentioned that because um, I stumbled across one of our old, old, old shows. Oh no! And and you and I used to go at it like we like when we were in separate rooms, we would absolutely get after each other. But we were involved in gaming. That's true. Okay, that's true. Very competitive. But there was a lot of callbacks to. You know, being cheaters and being, you know, I don't know. <laughs> That's what we'd go through if we played a game of Monopoly, for instance. Oh, I'm sure be, we it'd be terrible. It'd be awful. Yeah. But, but that's when we were doing the WFGS, and it was very competitive. It was very competitive, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this uh, says vaccinated Americans have called it quits with friends who refuse to get the COVID-19 shot. No, that's ridiculous. So you're letting something like that destroy friendships. That's that's just too much. Ugh. You know, to me, it's their business, whatever they want to do. Right. Okay? I'm not going to ruin a friendship over that. I know several folks who aren't vaccinated. You know? It's not, it's not making or breaking my day. You're not walking around, like, pointing your finger and wagging yeah, at it? Yeah, or? it's just... Okay. A survey of 1,000 examined why people have ended friendships in the last year and a half. Results show that 16% of respondents have axed three pals <laughs> from their lives since the pandemic began in March of 2020. Wow. <laughs> wow. Of those who ended a friendship, 66% are vaccinated, 17% don't ever plan to receive a shot. 
14% of vaccinated respondents. About one in seven say they parted ways with friends who didn't want to get the vaccine. That's your personal decision. It's like trying to change someone over politics. You know? Yeah. That's that's their business. And, you know, I'm not a Facebooker, as you all know. I, uh, once upon a time, many years ago, was on FaceSpace. Okay? Yes. That was short-lived. But people are getting rid of friends on Facebook over silly things all the time, right? Pretty much. You know what I mean? Pretty much. It's just silly. <laughs> so I wanted to see, what's the average number of friends people say they have? Okay. All right? Blanket-wise, average, you know, just rough numbers. Okay. Um, I guess in this one, people say they have about nine. Okay. About nine friends. Sounds about right. Now you're down to six. Yeah. Over this. Something very silly. You know, that's their business. It's none of yours what they do. Other reasons for breaking up with friends, having different political views, (laughs) 16%. Dating or sleeping with an ex, yeah, that could uh, eliminate you. (laughs) Making up rumors about them, that happens often. Yeah. And believing someone is a liar. You, sir, are a liar. You're a liar. Come on. You're a liar. You've not been vaccinated, you liar. I heard a rumor that you were. Let's see your card. <laughs> I don't know, you know. And and people have been selling these fake cards, mm-hmm. you know. And getting some pretty stiff penalties when they're caught. Yeah. You know. It's a big no-no. I was talking to a guy who was at a public event, and, you know, before you went into one particular area, you had to have your card. And he's like, people were just downloading them off, like, like at the thing. They were just downloading them off the Internet. What good is it? <laughs> it's like, okay. I mean, really, what good is it? <sighs> it's just silly. It is. <laughs> And the thing of it is, it's not getting much better, if if at all. And it's just, I'm to a point now where I'm I'm, I'm just uh, I've gave up. Okay, I just uh, I don't really care anymore. I'm over it. You know, it, yeah. it's I'm certainly not going to lose a friend over them not having a shot. Sure, you know, I mean, sure, it's just silly. I have many friends who don't share my political <laughs> beliefs or views or whatever. I mean, it's like you can still be friends and not get that worked up over something. My gosh, man. Does it revert back to the age group of six or seven, maybe eight, where suddenly, get away from me, you got cooties. Kind of. Kind of. You start crying. You can't have the cooties. I don't want the cooties. I just, you're, you're right. That's kind of where we're at. We're reverting. It's just silly. <laughs> the things that people end a friendship over. For you know, real. I mean, that's just the silliest. This uh, from a new YouGov poll. 
that uh, finds 27% of U.S. adults don't believe they will ever, ever save enough money to retire comfortably. For Gen Xers, that number is 10 percentage points higher. Wow. <laughs> so they'd be at 37%. What happened to, to, to us? That's my people. <laughs> At least one-third of employee, employees in retail, medical, and hospitality industries don't think they'll ever be able to retire comfortably. I, uh, I've i never had any far-fetched thoughts that I would be able to. So, okay, what does retire comfortably mean? Well, does that mean? Basically, if you can maintain about the level of income you're on now. A little less, okay? Right. Because you can't necessarily stay at that, but if you can, that's great. Because see, for for I mean, I think for Gen Xers, you know, mom and dad and grandpa and grandma, they retired and they have houses in Florida and they have boats and they have they're driving Buicks and it's like, <laughs> like I think I think our view of retiring comfortably is a bit skewed. You know, they all yeah. they all had land. Everybody owned land. You know, oh, Uncle John, he's got four hundred acres. He retired with six million in the bank after he sold it. Now you, <laughs> you, you can't plan your retirement based on inheritance either. Okay, right. So, yeah, I don't know. The COVID nineteen pandemic has been especially challenging for the retail industry. Thirty eight percent of retail workers say they don't think they'll ever be able to retire comfortably. <laughs> Medical and health service employees have also experienced significant challenges using the COVID-19 pandemic. During the uh, pandemic, I should say, 34% of those don't see themselves being able to retire comfortably. Hmm. The similar percentage of those who work in media. Oh, there we go. Marketing, advertising, PR, 21%. IT and telecommunications, 21%. Manufacturing, 22%. They also don't anticipate they'll be able to retire comfortably at any age. So So we just work till we just can't? I mean, is that the plan? Many do. You know, how many people, and again, we've got news here, but Think back to people you've known that have retired, and then they die shortly after because they they feel like they got nothing to do. There there is a lot Somewhat. of there's a lot of truth in that. Yeah. I mean, that that's part of what keeps you going is you're plugged into something that's yeah. bigger than you. And but you know, I don't want to work till death. I I, I truly don't. But <laughs> that's why when you retire, that's why you're encouraged to go volunteer to yeah. do you know do whatever. But I drive my own meals of wheels to myself. Here you go, Dale. <laughs> oh, thanks. Want to stay in chat? Have, have a good dinner, old buddy. <laughs> we'll bring you a bowl of gruel tomorrow. <laughs> it's six thirty-four. We've got news next with Karen. This is tidbits. Yeah, it was 
thinking during that entire break that every venture we come up with is always D&M Enterprises. Yes. Whatever it may be. <laughs> D&M yep. Enterprises. Uh, let's see what else. Is- there's there's a real DNM Enterprises out there, and I, I feel bad every oh, time I see well, it. Well, we shouldn't be doing that then. We'll I think it's big trouble. DNM something. Now this uh, Apple. Do you have Apple products? I don't. Okay. They just released an emergency patch to a security flaw in its operating system. Mm. The update is for its iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, and Mac computers. The update closes a vulnerability reportedly exploited by invasive spyware built by a security company. So, if you've got Apple products, you may want to look into that. Wow. All right. I don't uh, have anything valued at more than 25 bucks. (laughs) Can't even afford a watch battery for my watch. So, I use this trusty old phone now as my companion. It's like having a pocket watch. How long has your watch been dead? Oh, I don't know. And I know a jeweler. I know a couple of them. Okay. It's just... <laughs> oh, no, that's just too much. You know, you never change your own batteries in your watches? Well, it's with this particular watch, it was always difficult. Very intricate, you know. And uh, if you don't get it on there right, you know, plus it's got all that gunk. How do you wear a watch? Did you, when you wear a watch, you don't wear one anymore, do you? I, I, I occasionally do, not very often. But it's not a metal band or, no. you know, the metal stuff always gets gunky. Yeah, it does. And it's like, how that happen? It's gross. I'm wearing this? <laughs> it's, like, it's so gross. There's gunk around the edges when you, you take it apart. Yep. It's just. So um, imagine this a new company claims it will be bringing back the woolly mammoth. Within the next six years, do we really need a woolly mammoth? <laughs> okay. UFO hunter uh. <laughs> and technology software entrepreneur Ben Lamb teamed up with Harvard genetic scientist Dr. George Church to create this company called Colossal. They plan on bringing back the woolly mammoth to the Arctic tundra by using something called CRISPR gene editing technology. Mm. Do we really want to mess with that stuff? Seriously. It's extinct for some reason, right? Right. Have we not watched Jurassic Park? Yeah. I just don't mess with stuff. I just don't. Now, I did see something on the news the other day about scientists working on, you know, with the 3D printing you know that you can mm-hmm. do that they're working on 3d printing involving organs yeah that uh, then you could have this organ placed in your body of your own mm-hmm. and that's something good yeah in my opinion absolutely making woolly mammoths <laughs> isn't no one needs that no one needs a woolly mammoth according to what we read the polar bear is running out of space to live why right. would you want to bring a mammoth in I don't know, man. I, I just leave it alone. I, create a Bigfoot. If you're going to do anything, <laughs> create a Bigfoot. Okay, make one that's really there. There you go. Create a Bigfoot. That's your sign. Yeah. Go do it. Did you watch any of the Monday Night Football game? I watched a little bit of Did it. You? Yeah, I didn't see any. 
Must have been a good one. Yeah. 33-27, final. In overtime, right? Yeah. yeah. Vegas Raiders. I like this. Somebody used this yesterday, the Sin City Raiders. Hmm. That sounds better than the Vegas. Sin City Raiders. <laughs> the Sin City Raiders. So they uh, won 33-27 over Baltimore. But uh, I didn't see any of it. I didn't either. Now, this is something that a lot of folks, you know, I, I don't know. Overeating, this says, is not the primary cause of obesity. Eating foods high in processed sugars is the real cause of a bulging waistline. Hmm. Researchers found that snacks such as sweets... Fizzy drinks and sugary cereals trigger hormonal imbalances that cause hunger spikes and weight gain. They say the uh, results show that the to address rising obesity rates, there needs to be a better understanding of not just how much food a person is eating, but what kind of food. Interesting. And I think some of the diet plans out there now kind of address that yeah your psychological processes and right so right, forth but right but uh, you know it's the what food you eat and again you're not eating that other food because you know you're not eating the good stuff because you don't crave it you want the good <laughs> sweetie stuff i mean you've got to change all that you're you know yeah just to wave a wand if you could wave a wand it'd, it'd be great. great it'd be awesome yeah but, you know, I think everybody out there says, you know, I really should eat better. Yeah. You know, but it's tough. So, yeah, if we got 300 million waving wands, you know, we could <laughs> <laughs> just make it happen. Yeah. But, no, you're not craving, oh, boy, strawberry sounds good. No, it's like. No, no that wouldn't be a bad craving, though. It wouldn't it's be. A, you know. And maybe some people do crave strawberries. But it's like, I think if... <laughs> I'm thinking like, you know, something worse. Okra. Okra. Yeah. Oh, oh, I want some okra. <laughs> okay. You know, Boy, a bowl of celery sounds good right now. <laughs> Should I have that or some cinnamon toast crunch? Boy, I don't know. <laughs> See, there's no comparison. Right. Because I don't care for celery anyway. <laughs> You can see, I, I love celery and peanut yeah. butter. See, love I, can, it. I can't eat it with peanut butter. Yeah, love it. The uh, celery taste overwhelms the peanut butter. Now, if you got the peanut butter with some chocolate, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to ditch the celery and just have there you go. Well, so now we're just eating Reese's pieces. We're just Reese's. That's what we're doing. Now that sounds better. <laughs> now listen to this, Matt. Turns out cows can be potty trained. What? <laughs> Scientists looked at 16 cows. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they found 11 learned to use the <laughs> mulu <laughs> when they had to go. <laughs> A mulu. Nice. Um, they used... <laughs> A sweet treat. Oh, there you go. To coax the cows to push through a gate. Probably a bowl of Lucky Charms. <laughs> and urinate in a special pen. Wow. <laughs> and it took only 15 days. 
<laughs> to train the young calf. There you go. There you go. So, so that, now, so now you can have a cow as a pet. Now it's tell, urinating. That's not saying defecating. Well, okay. Well, there's two. There's two totally different things there. You ever stood? Thank uh, you, thanks. Karen. <laughs> what? Hey, good one. You ever stood behind a cow? <laughs> Is it? I do it every day. I, <laughs> <laughs> It's, I've been behind a cow. Yes. There's a lot going on there. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> there's, there's a lot happening. So basically, the cows can be trained yeah. to simulate going to Notre Dame Stadium to urinate. Perfect. <laughs> remember, remember City Slickers? Billy Crystal? And he, he birthed that cow. Yeah. And then in City Slickers 2, the cow was like still around. Yeah. Maybe he maybe he potty trained that cow. Could be. I've seen cats use the crapper. <laughs> other than their litter box, they actually will get on the toilet. Right, right. I mean, I guess you know anything's possible, but only eleven of sixteen. Okay, <laughs> what would be as a human race be if only eleven of every sixteen learned it? It'd be a messy society. It'd be there, yeah, a lot going on there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I never made it. <laughs> uh, no, I could never figure it out. Good for you. I just uh, so there you go, Matt. Some tidbits. All right, I'll uh, talk to you tomorrow. All right, buddy. All right, see, see you. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.